Come on, everybody, it's the inside trip. So crack a high life and take a sip on that T-I-T. Get up and scream, and you can spell it backwards. You know what I mean. Your boy Brando in the house tonight. Gonna lay it down smooth and keep it tight. When Ben Watson gets on the mic, you better get ready because he brings the hype. It's about that time you already know that nasty trip, this nasty flow. The inside trip that is the show. Don't wind up on your back, bro. Uh, what's up, wrestling fans? We are back. It's the Inside Trip Wrestling Woo! Podcast coming at you with episode number 92. My name is Brandon Olinger. You can call me Brando. And join with me as always is one of my greatest friends, one of the best co- podcast co-hosts, my man, your man, everybody's man, and all around ladies' man. I think that's it. Ben the Law Watson. <laughs> what up, what up, what up? You know what's up, Ben? What's up? It is post NCAA tournament weekend, which only means it's time for one thing. That's them interviews. Oh, catching up with. Catching up with. Catching up with, baby. I love catching up with some of the greatest stories from the 2018-2019 NCAA season and the 2019 NCAA tournament. And I think this interview is just what we did. Oh, man. Ben, to me, one of the best parts about this podcast, aside from connecting with all these different mofos out there to talk wrestling with, making new friends... Reconnecting with old friends and just having a great time following the sport is the fact that we get to get talk one-on-one with some of the best college wrestlers in the country, get inside their mind, understand what's going on at certain times, get into the, the, the psych of what's going on. I think it's phenomenal. I think it's great. And also to be able to tell their stories, you know, tell their stories from some of these wrestlers that, you know... People that they they're they're like they watch wrestle and they're like oh my gosh that's amazing what was this guy thinking here what was that guy thinking here or what was this guy thinking when when he, when he went up her body with Bo Nickel you know right we get to find out you know what they were exactly thinking and and that's what's amazing about this um, our ability to kind of do these interviews so I, I, I truly enjoy it man nah. and and I don't know if I if I uh, blew buried or blew the lead there but I think that you know who who we're talking about this week. Nah, you didn't. I don't think you blew the lead on this one. But hey, listen. With that said, obviously we're bringing to you tonight a, a, an interview with one of the the amazing stories from this year's college season, this year's national tournament. But before we do, let's get down to that funky podcast business. All right. As I said, it's the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast, episode number ninety-two. You can find us on Twitter at the Inside Trip One. Catch us on Facebook, the Inside Trip. Find us on Instagram, the Inside Trip. And if you want to send us an email, please do so. We get them all the time. We love them. Fan mail, hate mail. I don't know what other kind of mail. But Gmail. It's Gmail. It's the Inside Trip One at gmail.com. So give us a little bit of feedback. As for the podcast itself, you can find us at all your typical podcasting locations. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, Spreaker, the Podbean. Rocket Pod. Oh, I got it the right. The old Rocket Pod. The old Rocket Pod. So go out there, find the podcast, subscribe to it, download, listen to it, and you know what? 
If you're feeling a little froggy, give us that rate and review. We've had some actually uh, some new rate and, some new reviews lately. Some new reviews. You like some new them, rates. don't you? That's ben? great, man. I, I really do. I do because it, it gives us feedback of whether or not we're doing well, or we're doing terrible, or you know we're entertaining, or we're not entertaining. So I really do like it, guys. Please give us that rate and review. It really is it's helpful to us to you know to know where we need to go. So um, also, you know what? It's been a couple of weeks since we talked about this. I'm going to bring it up again, guys. Um, ben and I, we've been selling those Inside Trip t-shirts to support the Wrestle Like a Girl organization. Guys, we're down to about, I don't know, probably 12 shirts left. We started with about 110 shirts. We're down to 12 shirts left. We're looking to make a nice, sizable donation to Wrestle Like a Girl. This is not only in the name of the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast, but also in the name of everyone who has purchased one of these t-shirts. So we do have limited quantities and limited sizes available but if you are interested please hit us up at any one of those avenues you can dm us on twitter at the inside trip one you can hit us up through dm on facebook the inside trip even instagram or send us an email to the inside trip one at gmail.com we'll get you hooked up for the t-shirts themselves we're pretty much down to larges extra larges and i think that might be it i think we got a three x red right yeah, but I'm talking about for the the rest like a girl. Oh, the rest right? like a girl yeah. ones. Gotcha. We have um, and t-shirts in general. I, I believe we got large, extra large, double XL, and then maybe one triple XL. So if you are interested, hit us up. The Russell Like a Girl shirts are $30. That's the vintage black with the hot pink and teal. Um, the red ones we have for $25. It's red, yellow, and blue. The shirts are fantastic. Next level tri-blend shirts. Super comfortable. Everybody that got their shirt has done nothing but rave about them. It's been fantastic. So, with that said, Ben, one of the great stories from this year's national championship was Josh Hokett the two-sport athlete from Fresno State University, not only the two-sport athlete who became an All-American, but becoming the first All-American for Fresno State since they brought back their wrestling program. How cool is that, man? It's amazing. How cool is that? One, two-sport athletes in general in college at the Division I level are pretty rare. And, you know, at least from my understanding, of course, but to not only be a two sport athlete, but to excel at both sports. Guys, we're not just talking about a two sport athlete that, you know, um, and I don't even I'm not even going to go. We're there. not talking yeah. about schlubs like Deion Sanders or Bo Jackson. <laughs> all right? We're talking about Josh, Josh Mofo Hokit. This guy, Division One All-American and also totes the rock. For Fresno State, the Mountain West Conference champions won their bowl game this year. This dude is legit. You know, you, you know, primetime Neon Dion wasn't putting on no wrestling singlet at, Fres- at, at Florida State. Dude, that dude couldn't wrestle. That dude couldn't even tackle. <laughs> Actually, he was okay as a tackler. I don't know about that. <laughs> but anyways, it was so cool to talk to Josh Hokett. One of my favorite things was to, with him was to talk about how he balances being a two-sport athlete, right? Absolutely. Hey, you've got to go straight from wrestling to football, straight from football to wrestling. And guys... While you're in those sports, it's not like he goes and does a bunch of football and then afterwards goes to wrestling practice or goes after wrestling practice and plays football. He's got to kind of partition those off, as, as, as we've kind of learned, and he's got to focus on each sport individually during that season. So, you know, it's amazing what he's been able to do with the, let's be honest, limited amount of training he gets during the year. Well, I mean, if we're being serious about this, Ben, here is a guy that legitimately played in a football game on December 1st and then turned around less than three weeks later on December 20th was wrestling at the Reno Tournament of Champions, okay? 
after that, you go into second semester, you basically got a month of duels left, and then you're at conference tournament and NCAA championship time. So what he did to become an All-American with that, what, um, fifth-place finish, avenging a loss to Willie Miklas that he took earlier in the season? Now, granted, he did beat him in the duel as well. Right. I, I mean, the dude took fifth in the country, and he played football a couple months before. That, that's that's amazing. It's it's it's, it's r- amazing. It's a neat story, and it was fun to talk to him. You know, he's got a really interesting perspective on both wrestling and football, and whether or not he considers himself a wrestler that plays football or a football player that right. wrestles. It was kind of neat to kind of neat to hear that answer as well. I think you guys are all real are really going to enjoy this interview. We, you know, just as much as we enjoyed doing it. All right. So uh, enough uh, enough listening to us baboons. Let us bring you Josh Hokett. 2019 NCAA All-American Fresno State University. Oh, by the way, he also plays football. And if we haven't told you lately, don't wind up on your back, bro. Nice job, Ben. Well played. All right, joining us on the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast is 2019 NCAA All-American for Fresno State University, Josh Hokett. Josh, my man, thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. How you doing? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem, man. So listen, look, I'm sure it's been a, your last uh, month or so has probably been a whirlwind, you know, for you. You've had about seven days. You've had about a week off since the NCAA wrestling tournament. How have you uh, recovered mentally and, uh, and physically, physically from the tournament? Yeah, um, luckily this was our week off for football. So, you know, I just made the most of it. And, uh, you know, I've been working out still, but, you know, not much of a break. I got... You know, tomorrow spring ball starts, so you get to put on the pads, start, you know, hitting people. I guess that's. I mean, honestly, that's really phenomenal to to, to hear you say that. That you're you're not even going to get that much of a break. I got to ask you something that I, you know, that was the big story about you. This tournament was you. You know, you're the two sport athlete. You were literally taking handoffs in December, and then you go out, you you jump right onto the mat, become an all American. Are you a are you a football player who happens to wrestle, or are you a wrestler who happens to play football? And be honest with me. You yeah, be honest. Yeah, I've always been a wrestler that plays football. But you know, ever since I got into college, I got put on scholarship. You know, football's paying for my school. I'll say I'm a football that's wrestling. <laughs> no, I mean that's great. That's 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 great to be honest. Yeah. With you. I didn't I didn't but, know how the scholarship but, stuff goes. Yeah, my whole life I've I've been a wrestler though. I've always put wrestling first, you know. Then I did football on the side. Yeah, yeah I got you. Okay, so 2019 NCAA All American man, mm-hmm. tell me how that sounds, dude. How does that sound? First man, foot. Just, yeah, go ahead. It, it's just a dream come true, you know. Like I said, I, I've been wrestling my whole life, and you know, you wrestle to be on that podium on. Uh, you know, in March in the NCAAs. So it's it's not necessarily the, you know, the trophy or anything, you know, just standing up on the podium. It's like a mental accomplishment, the, the, the trophies in your mind and just to, you know, prove to yourself that you could do it. And for me, I proved to myself that I could do two sports and be successful at both. So it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think there's any denying that, you know, I got to be honest with you, Josh, from my perspective, you know, I grew up – look, Fresno State has always been a staple in, in college wrestling from when I was growing up. You know, I, I, I will never never forget the Abbas brothers, you know, when growing up, rooting for them, watching their wrestling matches. So, 
to not only hear, you know, Fresno State University, but but All American as well. What's it like to become that first All American for you know in the return of Fresno State for Coach Steiner? Yeah, it's it's crazy to even think about. I'm, I'm still letting it soak in. You know, I grew up watching Fresno State wrestling, and you know, to be their guy, the the, the first All American since the the program re- got reinstated, it's just crazy. It's just a blessing. Yeah, because you're actually from that area, right? You wrestle for Clovis. Uh, yeah, I mean, when I was younger, I, I lived in uh, Wasco. It's by Bakersfield. You know, it's like an hour and a half away. But I still was able to go to some Fresno State pool meets when they had the program. I, I was I was young, but I, I still remember. You know, but yeah, then I moved then I moved to Clovis in high school, and I'm I'm literally ten minutes away from Fresno State. Did you have any clue when you decided? So I mean, I don't know how this commitment process went. You committed, obviously, to go play some football at Fresno State. I'm not sure even when you committed at the time that I think we knew Fresno State was going to have their wrestling team again, but it wasn't back. How, how did this all How did this all come about? Well, I was committed to Drexel University in Philadelphia. Um, my brother was, you know, happened to go there, so I was going to follow him, you know, and we were going to be on the same team uh, in Philadelphia. But then I was like, I saw that he wasn't coming home often. He, he visited home about once or twice a year. I didn't know if I wanted that for myself. Then I, I started hearing rumors about Fresno State bringing the program back. And then I was, and, and this gut feeling came upon me that I, I still wanted to play football. I, just, I didn't want to just give it up yet. So I chose to, I, I talked to some football coaches. Um, they let me walk on. And then eventually I was, I was still wrestling. They didn't have uh, the team yet, but they still had some practices going on. It was just like five guys, and we were just hitting some open tournaments. And, you know, that's how that came to be. I I think that's pretty phenomenal, actually. And your brother, um, that's Isaiah, correct? Yeah. Yeah. What what was kind of – what was some of his thoughts or or comments that he's made to you you, after you you earned All-American status? Uh, he, you know, he hasn't said too much. He knows that what I've done is something phenomenal. And, uh, you know, he doesn't got to say anything to me, honestly. I mean, we talk here and there. We like to, you know, not just talk about wrestling all the time. But, sure. Yeah. So, you know, you qualified for the national tournament this year by taking third at Big 12s. I think you lost in the semifinals to, uh, to Willie Nicholas from Iowa State. Um, which you actually you avenged that loss later at the NCAA tournament. Um, what were your thoughts, you know, when you when you got to that arena for the first time, and you know Thursday morning before the tournament kicks off? What was your kind of thoughts? Was it was it overwhelming? Were you excited? Was it was it you know different than you had imagined? No, I mean I, I visited the NCAA tournament when it was in uh, Madison Square Garden a few years ago, and I was like, this is where I want to be, and you know. Entering that arena in in Pittsburgh was, you know, it was a dream come true. I was like, this is where I was supposed to be. This is what I was made for. So, you know, you were kind of the darling of the tournament, to be honest with you. Like one of the neat storylines that everybody follows. And, and, and I think that's yeah. what's awesome about the um, NCAA wrestling tournament is that the fans start to pick up on these the, the people in the tournament. Did you think your storyline was going to get as much attention as it has? 
you know, I, I didn't really worry about that too much. I just knew uh, all the tournaments I go to or that I went to this year, they will always announce, oh, stepping on the mat is a, a two-sport athlete. He did such and such on the football field, and now he's out wrestling. So I was already, you know, I didn't pay attention to it, you know, too much. I was just going out there, you know, focusing on one match at a time. Now, do you like that, or do you, like do you like that, like where people associate you as the two sport athlete, or would you rather just it, it be Josh Hoke at the wrestler, and hey, we'll figure out football when it comes to it? I mean, I don't really care. I mean, you could. I play two sports, so I might as well, you might as well let everybody know. I guess I don't know. I don't really care for it that much, honestly. <laughs> I'm, I'm there to compete, like I'm I'm there to compete just like everybody else. So. This was your first time competing at the national championships. I think your first match was against uh, a guy from Drexel, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, it was. Stephen I, I, I Yeah, Stephen. Yeah, I always pronounce his name wrong, so we'll we'll go with yeah. what you just said. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he was a uh, he was my uh, host on my recruiting visit. Really? Oh, so he did brother. him dirty. Yeah. He did him dirty at the NCAA yeah, tournament, huh? Kind of unfortunate. <laughs> so we had to wrestle first round. So how did you feel before that match? Did you have some jitters, um, or, or or did you were you pretty calm and relaxed, ready to go? And then and then second part after that match, what was your mindset after you you know you won your you basically got that for your, over that hump, winning your first match at the national tournament? Yeah, no, I was you know I was prepared to go zero and two or to win the whole thing. You know I'm a I'm just a football player. I'm not even supposed to be there. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, then winning my first match, and it, it just – I just kept it rolling from there. I knew I had Bo Nichols second round, and I was just going to, you know, give it my best shot, just go for it. You know, that was my whole mentality going into the tournament. I ain't going to hold nothing back. And, I mean, wrestling Bo Nichols, you saw he made me pay for that. <laughs> I went upper body – I went upper body twice. And the yes, second you time did. I went, he, 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 he threw me on my back. I was like – I was like, okay, this guy, this guy's legit. <laughs> you know, it's funny you yeah. say that. Like, you know, we we talk to some people sometimes, and the, and they tell us, you know, I'm just going to go out there and just throw it all on the line, lay it all out there, you know, just basically do whatever. And in that match yeah. with Bo Nickel, you truly did that. We were watching that match, and it's like, is this guy really going upper body with Bo Nickel? What's going <laughs> on here? Um, what was? You know, yeah, I, I, you don't want to step on the mat and be scared of what the other guy's going to do. He should be scared of what you're going to do. Right. So I was like, if this guy's going to beat me, he's going to beat me in a position that I'm comfortable in. And he's just good at every position. I didn't know how he saw that coming. <laughs> and he had a counter for everything. It, it, man, he's just a phenomenal wrestler. I wouldn't be surprised if he won the Olympic championships. So I, I have to ask you, because when you see Bo Nickel like on TV, I mean, obviously you see that he's a, a great wrestler, but he doesn't look like the most physically imposing specimen. He's pretty strong, isn't yeah. he? He looks, is he pretty I mean, strong? Yeah, I mean, he was, he knows positioning so well. Like his technique is so crisp. He knows when to use all his energy in certain positions. And he, that's how he gets people on their back. Like he's going to use all his strength, energy in a certain position, and he's going to catch you on your back doing that. He's not, he's not a squeezer. You're not going to just be like, oh, wow, this dude's strong. He's like, I'm going to lock up this cradle. Then you're going to feel my strength. I wouldn't say he was any more stronger than me, 
he just when he chose to do a move he exploded he did every, all the technique right when you do all the technique and you're in the positions you're comfortable you're you're going to feel 10 times stronger I mean, let's be honest. That Bo Nickel dude is—he's—he's he's nasty, dude. He's—he's he's an amazing oh, wrestler that, for sure. He's amazing. The best wrestler I've ever wrestled. I, you know, I watch him on on TV or or on Flow or whatever. I'm like, okay, we'll see what he got when I wrestle him. Right. You know, that's how I'm just looking at everybody. Um, and for him to just have a, a answer for that upper body move that I was going for, I was like, how do you practice all these crazy moves like? Nobody's ready for what I, for that move that I did on. Right. You know, I went. I, I shot up. I was gonna act like I was gonna shoot a double leg, but I, I shot into double overhooks. Oh, we watched it. Outside strip, and, and and he went the other way, and it was like, like he's been practicing it. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's not gonna be ready for this, so I'm gonna hit him. You know, I, I might shock the nation right here. I don't know. That, and, then, oh, man. and then he hit me with, and he tripped me the other way. I was like, wow, I've never had someone do that. I didn't even expect for him to do that on me, honestly. Josh, honestly, that might be the best, like, technique sequence breakdown that I've heard in a long time. It's like (laughs) you walking us through that. Because me and Ben saw it live, and then we Uh actually, you know, we watched the video clips of it too, and we saw you shoot that high double right into overhooks. And it's like, I'm telling Ben, I can't tell if he wants to shoot a double leg or if he's really trying to go upper body with Bo. And if no, he's going I'm, upper body I'm, with Bo, I'm, why is he doing that? Yeah, yeah, I want. I had his arms locked. So the first one, you could see, like, I locked it. I'm, I'm stepping around. But he's just, I mean, he's a Greco dude, judo dude. Like, yeah. he knows that position. And he knew to go the opposite way. I've never had anybody do that to me. Like, I've done that move so long. And he was the first one to take me the other way with it. Like people are backing up. I've had people do that to me. Like they just, you know, they back up, they get their arms free or whatever, keep their arms tight. But I had his arms, and then he threw me the other way. Like he was just like he's been practicing in that. I, I mean, and that's what makes him a phenomenal wrestler. He, he's amazing. You know, all positions. He's amazing, dude. Crazy. It's it's just, yeah. It's yeah. I mean, I think it's it's hard to. You know what? To be honest with you, as much as I love watching Bo Nickel wrestle, I'm like I'm glad he's gone because he he beats everybody. So, so. beats every yeah. He needs to move on to bigger, better things. He's just out of everybody's loop. So don't do, don't feel bad. But but afterwards, you know, I mean, after the match, this dude trying to help you up off the mat, dog. Tell me about that. Yeah, I was like, uh, I don't need no help. Like you just pin me. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I was I wasn't gonna be upset at him. You know, he, I know he's a nice guy, but I wasn't going to be that poor sport. But I, I don't need no help. But you pin me, okay, cool. Don't even try to help me up after that. I just, I feel like that's being disrespectful. But, you know, I know he's a nice guy. So, uh, look, honestly, man, we, we, we don't blame you. I don't know. Yeah, we don't blame yeah. you. It's funny. Like, we were watching it, and, you know, of course he pins you. He pins a lot of people, you know, and he goes to help you up. And at first you almost kind of reach up for his hand, and you're like, wait a minute. No, man, I can get up on yeah, my own. Get, get like, out of my yeah. face. <laughs> I was like, I don't need that, all that. It's like uh, you just, like, decleat somebody on the football field, and then you help them up right after. I don't, I don't know about all of that. I don't. I loved I it. that game. I, I, and I, I love that mentality, man. That's what makes you so much fun to root for. Yeah. <laughs> so after that, I mean, uh, you, you drop down to your blood round match. All right. First time in the blood round. A lot of times guys wrestling in this match, they carry a lot of stress. 
Um, I'm sorry. Actually, you actually have a long way to, you know, after that, Bo Nickel was the second match, correct? Second, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. So you lose that match. You drop down to the Concies. You battle back for a little bit before you make mm-hmm. it to the blood round match um, against Christian Brunner. You know, a lot of guys wrestling in the blood round for the first time experience a lot of stress or um, or pressure, especially guys, you know, you know, seniors or whatnot. This was your first time at this tournament, the first time in the blood round. What was your, your you know, your mental state going into that match? Yeah, I mean, I don't see why people get so nervous, you know, before they, they wrestle or compete in whatever they do. I mean, you lose, what's going to happen? You, you die? No, you, you're going to... The sun's going to come up the next morning. You're going to move on with your life. So that's like the whole mentality that I have. Like, okay, I lose in the blood round, then then what? Like, it, he's going to have to take this from me. That That's like but my whole, you know, thought process, you know, going into that. Uh, like every match, not just the round of 12. So, so really, you, you don't – you didn't have anything going through your head like, dude, I got to get this done because – this, I mean, this would be huge. I mean, yeah, but you can't like, oh, you can't. I want to get this done. If I don't, man, I just worked for all this. You and then you start getting the anxiety. And then you start tensing up. You know, you've got to get in this right state of mind where you're like, okay, I mean, if I lose, something's gonna come up the next morning. But if he beats me, he's gonna have to, you know, take this from me. So if you find right, that balance, right. that's a good, you know, state of mind, mind mindset and you don't feel so tense you know before stepping out because you feel tense then you're like okay you're kind of herky-jerky you're, you're kind of off because you're not even like thinking about scoring you're just scared to lose or wrestling uh to win i guess i don't know or not to lose and it's just not a good way to wrestle you want to be relaxed so, so not so much a mindset, but how did you approach the blood round match from a um, a tactical and wrestling standpoint? Because you really woodshedded Brunner thirteen to four. Yeah, oh yeah, I, I I've been watching film. I, I watch film on everybody. That's the one big thing that I, uh, you know, changed from this year from last year. I watched film a lot. I didn't just watch one guy. I watched everybody. I I, I think I went every time a new video coming out on flow. In my way, I'd watch it. I don't care if the guy's owing freaking 30. I was still watching it. So I was familiar with Brunner. I knew he was going to push in. He was going to tie up with a certain hand. I'm going to slide by him. He, it, was a, it was a perfect matchup. I, he shot left lead leg. Uh, he was like a straightforward wrestler, no lateral movement. It all played into my game plan. So, I mean, that's. Because a lot of you know, when we talk to different wrestlers, some everybody has a different mindset. Some say, "Look, I'm going to just do whatever I'm going to do. I'm not going to watch or scout film." The other ones are, "I'm definitely, definitely a person that scouts film." Um, it, it sounds like to you that you you know you want to kind of know before you go into a match, kind of how you're going to tactically approach that match. Yeah, I mean, I don't believe all. I feel like you need to watch some film. I mean, you don't need to like study and. You know, step by step like oh right. i need to do this and if i miss that opportunity then what like i, I think if i feel like that plays into the anxiety aspect because if th- this thing doesn't go right in this match then maybe you're like the doubt starts creeping in your mind you don't want that to happen 
So you're kind of just really a student of the sport is what it sounds like. I mean, it, it does sound yeah. like you're a wrestler that plays football. I've always been that, you know. I've always, but I, I'm going to say that I'm a football player that's a wrestler since, you know, that's what that's who's paying for my school. That's the only reason I say that. <laughs> no, that makes sense. So one yeah. of the, you know one of the things that you actually had the fortune of doing that a lot of guys don't get to do is you actually avenged a couple of your you know early season losses at the national tournament. I think you got um, you you suffered early season losses to both Miklas and Warner, um, and then you got them both on the you know at, at the tournament. What, what was that like? Were you just wrestling better at this tournament, or was there more that went into it? And I guess part of that question is. It, it, I'll take it back to you being a two-sport athlete. You know, you come into the season late. Obviously, you're in football conditioning. You're in football training mode. And then you jump into December, and now you're back on the mat. And it does take people a while to get into wrestling shape, wrestling conditioning, you know, getting your, your reaction time and all that down. Um, were you, do you feel that you just – that was why you lost to those guys early in the season? Or did you just really – you know, were you just really wrestling that much better at the national tournament? Uh, like you said, I mean, it takes you a little longer to, uh, get in the wrestling shape. Uh, I was two weeks out, uh, playing football. I was wrestling at the Midlands and, uh, I wrestled Warner there and I was, I was already up by, uh, I want to say two or three points. And then I chose bottom. I tried to like do a flip or something and he caught me on my back. I mean, if that didn't happen, I would have beat him there at Midlands, two weeks out of football. And uh, Meekless, I beat him in our dual meet. Then he beat me in the Big 12s. So I, I was like, I already knew what they are going to do. I already knew I was, you know, in their league, that there's no reason why, I, you know, I can't beat them at this tournament. So I just had to put it all together. I knew what they are going to do. And I have too much, you know, offense, and they can't stop all of it. So, so after you won, and, and I'll take us back to the blood round. So after you won in the blood round, um, what you know, what did your coaches say to you? I mean, this is a big deal. You first All American since I think two thousand and three, and definitely the first All American since the program's been reinstated. Yeah, they were. I mean, they were telling me good job. Uh, I mean, the work wasn't done after you know winning my round of twelve match. Yeah, obvious. I mean, you obviously had more matches to wrestle after that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't going to just, you know, dwell on – I didn't – sure, I came to be an All-American. I just wanted to, you know, do the best I possibly do. I don't need no one to, you know, give me a pat on the back and tell me good job I did this. Like, I already – like, that was a dream come true. I already knew that that's what I worked my whole life for. I don't need, I guess, someone else saying, oh, you did a good job – this this and this like i already do what i kind of accomplished sure so yeah you know let me let's just take a step back for a second you know i think you know you've got a really eclectic you know coaching staff at, at fresno state you know troy steiner um jason chamberlain uh joe cologne who's still competing on the senior circuit um and then i think you uh, also izzy um izzy uh silva's there correct yeah. Yeah. Who do you work with the most? Um, and what, and then on, you know, secondly, what's it like having coach Steiner as a head coach? Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, I work with a little bit of everybody. Everybody has, you know, something to show me and I could just take in 
you know, if it's part of my style, I'm going to take it, I'm going to use it. Uh, so I, I worked with the, I mean, I was two weeks before the, the NCAA tournament, I was asking Joe uh, Cologne, you know, a little stuff on top. Uh, Chamber was, uh, Coach Chamberlain was showing me some stuff on bottom. You know, I was just soaking it all in from everybody. Um, yeah, Steiner, he's just, you know, he's a great coach. He, he'll he get you prepared. You know, he really has that Iowa mentality of, like, we're just going to go and go, and we're going to be the the last one standing at the, at the end of the match. And that's just a great mentality to have in wrestling. So so about the team in general, what's it kind of like wrestling for a team that's that's sort of in its infancy after it's been brought back? I mean, all of these guys are new. I don't think you have a – you know, you don't have a senior on your team that's wrestled, you know, four years there. Yeah, we have a young team. Um, our first year, we we had like two guys win a match at Big Twelve, our conference tournament. And then uh, this year, we, we we bring you know five to the NCAA uh, championship. It's just the you know it's just a work in progress. It's just it's just neat to see. And what does it specifically mean for you to to be able to do what you've done? at Fresno State, which is basically like four miles from your high school. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it's just cool to be that hometown kid. Uh, you got the hometown fans, you know, behind you and supporting you. They all know who you are because you're the local guy. And, it, you know, it's just cool to, you know, have all that support behind you. Yeah, I mean, it seems like, you know, California is is one of the, the wrestling hotbeds in the country. Um yeah. You know, everybody talks about how tough it is to 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 win a state title in California, being that it's one division. Um, and it, it's mm-hmm. it really is truly great to see Fresno State have that team back. And I, I mean, I can't begin to to even um, uh, really explain or truly emphasize how exciting it is for us to see Fresno State having that type of success. Um, mm-hmm. I would like to talk to you a little bit. I mean, again, one of the things that makes you so u- unique is being a two sport athlete. Um, and yeah. you, you just don't see that that much anymore. Um, I would love to hear from you. You know, what are some of the specific demands that come with with being not only a two sport athlete but but a successful one at that? Because you know, look, you're a wrestling all American, but the Fresno State football yeah. team is actually a pretty successful football team. Yeah. No, I mean it's a lot of sacrifice. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say, hey, you should try to do two sports in college. This is rough i ain't gonna lie i mean but my my whole mental state um on thinking about this is you're only in college once you only live this life once so i don't want to look back and have no regret you know i could i could hold off from you know going to parties uh drinking doing drugs i don't need any of that i my whole life has been doing sports so why stop in college I mean, I, 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 yeah, I think that's, that's, again, the results mm-hmm. speak for itself. It can, I, I can yeah. only begin to imagine how difficult it, it is to balance not only studies, but also, you know, wrestling, which is one of the most demanding sports there is. And then obviously football, which it probably has to consume a ton of your time because, you know, there, there's a yeah, lot a that lot. goes into prepping for, for football. Um, how do you mm-hmm. partition off your training for each sport? You know, I just, like to just break it down one by one. Um, 
you know, when it's football season, I'm all into football. And when wrestling season comes on along, I'm all into wrestling. You know, I just got to communicate with the coaches, tell them how my schedule is, and they they do a great job with working it with me. Speaking of that, how does your football coach feel about you as a wrestler? I mean, because we know that, look, you know, yeah. personal opinion, man, wrestling makes football players better. So how, what, what does your uh, football coach feel about it? No, yeah, he, he totally uh, knows about the uh, the wrestling mentality, what it brings to football. Uh, he's had a, a, a guy that d- to do this once. Uh, he coached Lorenzo Neal. Uh, so he kind of already understands. He just wasn't a big fan of me, you know, having to drop so much weight to wrestle 197. Because in football, I did start the season at like two, I would say 225, you know. Okay. And I mean, at the end of the season, I was, you know, I was already kind of becoming a smaller person, you know, just naturally. I don't know what I was eating less, I guess. I don't know. But, Working out more. Yeah, I was working out more, I guess. Uh, he wasn't he wasn't a big fan of me losing weight, but he's you know he's a big fan of the sport. Uh, he knows what comes with wrestling and the mentality and pushing your pushing yourself to limits that you don't think that are possible, and he's all about that. Have you talked to him since you all American? Yeah, he's congratulated me, and yeah, that's awesome, man. All right, yeah, yeah. cool. Like you said, you said 225. I was looking at your bio today. It says 6'1", 220. How long does it take you to get from that football weight to 197? Because it looked like you played football uh, late December, or excuse me, early December, and you were wrestling mid-December at Reno. Yeah, I mean, I don't really focus on the weight immediately after coming off of wrestling. Uh, I know it's slowly going to come come back on when I keep working out and Doing all, eating a lot and doing all that good stuff, but I, at the end of the season, I was about two fifteen. Um, I'm talking about the football season, right? At the end of the football season, I was, <laughs> I was about two fifteen, uh, and then I had to you know lose that weight to Russell in the Reno uh, tournament, which was like five days after that. Um, but it's like a whole like I've been doing this my whole life, like I've said, like multiple times, it, I flipped the switch. Like once you know something's about to happen, I guess your body follows, I guess. I don't know how to explain this that well, but you know, I flipped the switch into the, into the wrestling mode. I start working out two or three times a day. The weight just starts like naturally falling off with a, you know, with a healthy diet as well. Right. So it wasn't too bad, I guess. Well, man, I'll, I'll tell you, Josh, I mean, that's what makes following you so so great and so cool from our perspective is like you you legitimately are like a great athlete. You hear you are, you know, you're you're getting the ball handed to you on December first and you know the, 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 the Mountain West championship game or whatever, and then on December twentieth you're going out and wrestling in the Reno Tournament of Champions. And you know, this isn't high school. This isn't like you're going from playing against, you know, boys, you know, on the football field to yeah. wrestle to wrestling boys. It, it, in college it, they're they're men's sports and and I just think that's yeah. so cool and you know, we really look forward to seeing how you balance this for, you know, the rest of your college career. Um so, all right, so obviously, you know, you, you've got football coming up, spring training, spring practice, whatever you want to call it, probably starts, starts what, tomorrow? Spring ball, baby. Spring ball starts tomorrow? Spring ball. Yeah, they've been going on for uh, 
two weeks already. They just had a little break, uh-huh. and then they're going to finish the second half of spring ball, which oh. starts tomorrow. Okay. So do you have – I mean, obviously you're going to jump right into that, start getting back into football shape, but do you have any plans to do any wrestling in the spring or summer as well? Are you going to try to balance that as well? No, I mean, I don't think that's possible, I'll be honest with you. i got to focus on football now. i got to get my – weight back up and I gotta start studying the playbook as I I might be switching positions so oh where are you gonna go I'm gonna have my hands full I think I'm gonna go back to um my original position which is linebacker uh really I was a linebacker my my freshman year then they switched me over to running back oh okay so you're breaking a little news on the podcast about some football stuff (laughs) I like it yeah I like it so some people know some people don't know but I think they'll See it tomorrow when I go out to practice. Hey, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it a secret. So you're done toting the rock <laughs> and said you're going to start taking some heads off. All right. I love yeah. it. I love it, baby. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Your, your football team, I mean, Fresno State's got a pretty damn good team. I think that they, they won the Mountain West and also won a, the Las Vegas Bowl, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, we finished, uh, I want to say, 19th in the nation or 21st. I, I can't remember. But we were – in the top 25, and it was just a great season. We had back-to-back 10-plus uh, win seasons. That's amazing. You are yeah, part awesome. of a team that finishes in the top 25 in the, 25 in the Division One football team, and then you also become an All-American. That, yeah, that's, that's just amazing. Crazy. What, is your, um, um, what are some of your football teammates think about your wrestling ability, besides the fact they probably make fun of the singlet, which every, we all get made fun of for? Yeah, I don't get that. Too much. I know there's a few that are like, oh yeah, that singlet isn't that weird wrestling and 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 wrestling another dude in that singlet. I'm like, I don't even pay attention to all that. You'll mess them up. Uh, Just tell them you'll mess them up. Yeah, no, yeah. There's a lot of uh, football players that think they could wrestle. They're like, if they see me, they're like, okay, I'm gonna, Josh, I'll take you out. Oh, yeah. you're <laughs> I'm like, okay, dude. So has any of them tried to I, wrestle I, you? I like to have fun with it. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's some, and I just like I, I let them like get me in a move, make them feel good about themselves. Like they're taking out uh, uh, an all-American wrestler, <laughs> and, then, and then you chuck them, then you throw them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I bet you could probably have some successful YouTube vids of you giving the football team a chance to try to take you down, but you just destroying them. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. I'd watch it. Oh, that would be that would be really funny. We gotta <laughs> do it. Some- we gotta there, do there it. is some uh, football players that are like, oh, yeah, I wrestled a year in high school. I, I think I could take you. Like <laughs> you can take a Division one All-American, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm like, okay. That's awesome. All right, man, listen, um, you know, we're, we're going to wrap this thing up here in just a couple of minutes. I, I, I don't want to keep you on too long. I know you got a busy schedule. Um, but I am curious. Look, outside of Bo Nickel, that would be the easiest answer, you know. Who's the yeah. toughest guy that you wrestled this year? One that you walked off that mat, win or lose, but thinking, man, that was a hell of a hard match to wrestle. Um, I would say my my consolation semis match that that Brucky kid from Pr- Princeton. That, oh, he's a big dude. And that kid just yeah, just jacked out of his mind. He was just pulling on my head. He was he was a squeezer. It, it, that's why I like to call those guys. I just like to constantly like flex and right. squeeze your head. And like he was slowly pulling my head down over and over. I was like, and I've already wrestled like six matches the, the past two days. So I'm like, okay, I can't even lift my arms. My neck's already sore. I'm like, <laughs> holy 
pulling my head down over and over. And I remember walking off that mat. I was like, man, I can't lift my neck anymore. <laughs> I'm like, it was so sore. He's a big he boy. Just, yeah, he was so strong. But I, I do wish I could wrestle him when I was, you know, maybe first, second day. Yeah. It, it would have been a, a way better match. Well, you, I mean, you might get another chance, Adam. I'm assuming you're going to wrestle again next year, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I like to take season by season. I don't know if I'll cut down to 197 again. I, I could say that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, if you if if I go out and wrestle again, it'll probably most likely be heavyweight. Um, just a simple fact, I, I, I want to make – I want to try to make it to the NFL. So, okay, fair point. You know, with that being said, I'm, this is my senior year of football, and I, I'll have to be starting, like – to start training for the combine and stuff, so they don't want me to be losing weight or and stuff like that. Now that makes total sense. I mean, look, I let, let's be real. Look, there's money to be made in football. There's not a lot of money to be made, to yeah, be made in wrestling. Exactly. So. And I and I'd, I'd be telling my coaches that, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you can be a coach and have your own <laughs> shoe or something." And I'm like, "You know how rare that is." Yeah, right. <laughs> I be, think I could to, to be like Jay, Jordan Burroughs making so much money off of his shoe and stuff. I think there's probably what less than ten guys that have their own shoes in wrestling, you know. <laughs> exactly. So, so like, John, there's a way, there's a way better chance of me, you know, making it to the NFL than having my own shoe. That's, and that's funny to hear you say that because it's, I mean, it's even a long shot for people to make it to the NFL as well. So, exactly. Um, yeah. Either way, man, we wish you the best of luck with that. So, I do want to ask you yeah. like, one of the last questions for you. What advice would you give others that may want to be a two-sport athlete in college? I mean, I think we've talked well, – obviously, we've hit on it a lot. Um, being, a, being a student in college is hard enough. Being a student athlete in college is even more challenging. But being a student yeah. double athlete is got to be extremely challenging. So what advice would you give someone? Shoot. Man, like I said, I don't, I'm not on here saying, hey, anybody should be a, a two-sport college athlete. But if you're going to do it, there's no time to feel sorry for yourself. I mean, you chose that this is what life you want to live. You got to, you know, just go with it. And, and you can't ha- leave no regret behind. You, you only live once. You know, you're only in college once. I just want to look back on it and say I, 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 want, I gave it my all. And, I mean, that's all I could really say about that. I mean, you – like I said, you can't feel sorry for yourself. A lot of people would. Um, I say I, I weighed like 215. I had to drop to 197 within like five days. I, that would have been way too much for mostly anybody, honestly. But I chose not to feel sorry for myself. I I chose to go through with it. And, and look at me now, instantly NCAA All-American. So. You're absolutely right, man. I mean, honestly, you you, you you paid the price and you uh you 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 got rewarded yep. for it. So I think that's fantastic. Exactly. Yeah. All right, all right, Josh. Hey, listen, man. It's been great talking to you. Um, again, we really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to, to, to you know to talk to a couple of mm-hmm. goofballs like us. Um, I. <laughs> you got any last words that you want to throw out there for anyone? Um. Uh, I'm not really. I think I've said it all on this this podcast. All right. Well, again, we appreciate your time, and uh, we wish you the best of luck in the football season this upcoming year, and we look forward to watching you wrestle again in a Fresno State singlet next year, my man. Yeah, thank you. thanks for having me on. No problem. Take care, Josh. Yep, you too.